Welcome, welcome to the season finale. Season finale of season one of the Guys Telling Stories podcast. We are pumped up. I'm excited. Yep. So what we're going to do today is kind of reflect on our uh, eleven guests this season, and maybe trade a couple stories. Um, obviously, I've known my my partner here for uh, five or six years, and maybe we'll get into uh, revealing some secrets about each other and. and and having a little fun. Bill and I are friends uh, outside of the show, and season one's coming to a close. What is happening in real life, too, which I'm really pumped about, is we're taking a vacation. Yes, we are. Yeah. We posted an episode just uh, just last week, and it was great, and now we're doing our little wrap-up, and we're going to head out, just take a short amount of time off, and then start working on season two and getting mm-hmm. you some fantastic guests. We already have a few lined up and a couple more in mind. Yeah. Um, I think in the last episode, we, we asked for people to send us their requests for possible interviews, and um, it's nice that some of you responded already, so thank you. Yeah. You know what? Great reminder, Bill. If you have heard John Gavigan's episode, our last one, uh, episode 11, or if not, if you're new to the show and listen to this one first, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> Go back and listen to episodes 1 through 11, okay? We had some great guests, mm-hmm. but when you finally get to that, okay, here's what here's the deal. We are looking for some nominations for season 2. What you can do is head to guystellingstories.com and click the nominate button. There's a little form there. We basically want you to say, "Hey, we've met some really cool people along the way. I know somebody I think it would be great to, you know, hear a story from. They tell good stories. They're fun to be around. Rich and Bill, you know, take a road trip. I, I love road trips. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, try to get them on the phone if you guys are, can figure that one out. Yeah. <laughs> we will. We will. Or, you know, like, you know, have them come to you. And if that's the case, then again, go, please just at least give us the idea and we'll uh, we'll do our part yeah. and reach out to them. Just head over and over to guystellingstories.com. Click that nominate button. That'd be great. So, you know. Bill, I just want to say right off the bat, I'm thankful to the listeners. Yeah, we've had uh, a lot of listeners, and it, it's nice because, you know, you start this cold, neither one of us having any experience doing this, and to actually create a little bit of a following is cool. It is, it is. And, and Bill's right with, about that, and, and I would agree. Thanks for following us. Thanks for listening to us. You stuck with us for about a good two, two and a half months. And I got to tell you, Bill, you can chime in on this too. Sure. It was a lot of effort. In our in our unique spare time, it sounds time. easy. <laughs> I'm using the phrase "unique spare time" because you have a full time job, I have a full time mm-hmm. job. We all have hobbies, families, friends, and in the meantime, we're trying to bring all this equipment to whoever the guest is. Some of them we knew. We're going to get into that. Some of them we had we met no. for the very first time. We have never talked to since. No, we could be dead. We could be dead. We, yeah, we went to there. We don't know where we're going. <laughs> Oh, we could have died. You're right. But we're still alive. But Drove to the Finger Lakes in a snowstorm. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into that. But it was a lot of effort and it was a lot of fun. So I got to say, Bill, it was all worth it. What what do you think? I think it's great. I think it's a good time. It's fun to do. And obviously some people have responded very positively. So, yeah, let's, let's keep doing it. Yeah, I was flattered. You know, it happened basically just last weekend. That was literally the first time when somebody came up to us, was thankful they stopped us. Uh, I think we had, uh, we got to dinner together. They mm-hmm. stopped us at a, just outside the bar when we were leaving and said, hey, we love the show. That's cool. That was cool. That was really good. I, I, 
I really think it's... Uh, Must have uh, recognized our voices because there's no video to this. Yeah, there's no video. We don't take enough pictures. I'm, uh, I'm working on that. I'm sure you will too, Bill. But you know, when someone's asking about the show and giving us the feedback that we need to hear, we're just so, so very thankful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what do you think? You want to get right into it? Sure. What do you want to do? Here's what I got. Here's what I was thinking. Why don't we uh, start it off in the beginning, okay? Sure. Am I going to order or... or uh... No, I'm going to throw a question at you. And, oh, I and, love it. Okay, Let's here we go. Let's start out with... I'll ask the first question. Let's start sure. out with favorite opening story, meaning we meet these guests, sometimes for the first time, sometimes they're friends, and they start talking. Whether we say bring them back to the beginning, whether we ask them for, you know, where'd you start out? What story do you remember? Who told it that you think was uh, the, your favorite opening mm. story? I don't. The favorite beginning of any interview. There I, you I, go. I don't want to blame. I don't want to hold a story attachment to this. Uh, the episode 10, the Joe List. Okay. He was instantly comfortable and instantly uh, he was no different at the end of the interview than he was in the beginning. He sat down. I believe he instantly gave us a compliment, which is nice because that's always cool to hear. And we were at ease with each other right away. And it was like, let's have, have let's have a little fun and talk to each other. Um, comparing that to episode two, which was when we like tiptoed into Russell Salvatore's restaurant and we were scared to death of this guy. I was. I you was were worried, of, man. I you was were. You of said him. you were afraid, and you. I was like, you, this could. He could get up and just yell at me, and I could see him throw the throw the microphone. And no. So the backstory with Russell was that I had talked to him on the phone, and I was shocked that I, he held his own calendar. I guess that's what they call it. Mm-hmm. There was no assistant. I talked to him directly. He said, "Sure, come meet us." We showed up. It was, what, like 11 o'clock in it the was, morning. It was early. Not as early as Joe's. No, not as early as Joe List. But, but it was early. It was early. And so we got there in time to set everything up. The place looked pristine. Mm-hmm. Everyone was super nice, but it was completely empty. So you and I got to sort of go, okay, well, now what? And it turned out he was coming from, I think, a doctor's appointment, like a chiropractor, chiropractor. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And so we had some time to sit and wait around. But you're right in the sense where Joe List kind of sat down and said, hey, I'm ready to go, guys. Here's a compliment, yeah. and I'm 100% comfortable. I think he said, oh, wow, this is real. <laughs> you guys have a real computer, and I'm not in someone's basement. Oh, I wish I, wish I could, could see what he has experienced. But there you with, go. Oh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. That's Lori in the background delivering <laughs> beers. <laughs> Hi, Lord. <laughs> no, but getting back to Joe List, you know, like, you know, consummate professional, you know, he was going to be on stage two more times mm-hmm. later that day. Yep. He was on stage two more times for probably about an hour the he night before. He was on before. stage the night before. Twice. Yeah. So. They do two shows. Yeah. It was a Friday night. But anyway, you know, and then we get to Russell's and he, we, we always use this phrase like dressed to the nines or he was wearing a shirt that had to be custom made. I have never seen a collar like that. Don Cherry-ish. I'm going to tell you, I, I know what you're getting at. It was, you know? close. it was close. It was close. It was getting there. But he was ready to go. Do you notice his, uh, his collar on the sleeve? Uh, what do you mean? Like a tuxedo collar? Like uh, cufflinks? It, it, no, not cufflinks. They have, normally people get their initials put into them. You know, those... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, not really. But uh, sure, I've heard of it. He had a uh, signature. 
He had his signature I'm sewn sure into his shirt. Yes. Oh my yeah, god! Wow. It was. It was a We've never talked about that. That's no, cool. no. I, I just just hit me. Well, you know what I did though. You know, he, he was our second guest. I found out he has given away this book that he uh, he had written. Uh, he was interviewed for for a couple of months, and he had written. And I also heard that he uh, you know he sells it. So I went to the library. I got it, and I wanted to make sure we were prepared. Yes. Tons of great stories in Plus the book. Plus, it was our second episode. Oh, I know what you mean, you know. And he uh, he was prepared to tell those stories. And it was the first time I interviewed somebody in my entire life that I did not know. Really? I knew Jason. I knew Dave. Okay. I, know I, figured, you. I figured in your business you had uh, interviewed people who were... For work, like not to sit down and get oh, personal. Yeah. You know, like it's different. Yeah, no, I, see, I hear what you're saying, you know. So I guess for me, you know, in terms of, like, opening story, he was ready to go. And everything in that book, he basically went right through. It was great. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was like, yep, that's uh, these are great stories. I wish we could have talked to him longer. And I got a feeling, though, if you think about it, I could uh, probably look it up right now. But that might have been our longest episode. We can probably go there right now and just talk to him. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Not, not on, I mean, we could set all this up, but he wasn't done. Um, he talked after we were well done. You know, maybe we'll touch base with him again sometime in the near future. Were you allergic to anybody? What does that mean? Well, do you have any allergies from any of your interviews? Real allergies? Yeah. No, so you, I'm going to kick it back to you. <laughs> were you allergic to anyone? Yes, my most allergic guest. <laughs> was, I did not know what you're getting at. It was but Jared Miller. Miller. This is an award. Oh, most, oh I allergic. see what you're doing. Yeah, I'm going to make it. Let's turn this into awards. My most allergic guest. Was Jared Miller. You know, we said it in the intro, right? You are literally allergic to lots of pets, mm-hmm. other things, and we go and interview a pet expert. I, yeah, I kissed your dog once. There's a picture of that. Yes, yes. And I so paid what, for that. So what were you thinking? your dog. <laughs> what were you thinking when uh, we were walking in to interview a pet expert. I told you we weren't going to his animal sanctuary, which yeah. honestly he invited us to. So I know, you know, shout out to Jared Miller again. He, so, you know, we got in touch. I'm going to recap real quick. I guess we got in touch with him through a mutual friend, family friend, uh, and he he gave us a call. And here's this guy, Bill, who is on television. I had seen him on Steve Harvey like last week. I knew about his animal exploration show. You know, and he's he's like, yeah, I'm allergic. He tells a story about how he's allergic to animals, too. Which what do you think about that? I'm just like, well, you're like, if you're allergic to animals, you avoid them. <laughs> you, don't just, you don't just power through it <laughs> and cry all night and tear up and itch. And uh, I, get, I love for animals, though. I guess, you know, that's how, I, you know, I don't have I don't have animals. I used to. When he told that skunk story... And again, if, if you're listening to this and you made it this far, go back and listen to Jared Miller's episode. He was all of them. Episode five. I have a feeling we're going to talk about almost all of them here. So, well, hey, we're going to yes. keep this thing going. But Jared tells us this story about saving a family of skunks, and that I don't know where this story came <laughs> and from. Ruining for me. his mom's car. It completely was ruined his the mom's car. car. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, our, my my poor dog got blasted by a skunk once, and I got and I told this story. He smelled for a year. So I'm thinking to myself, like you were saying, you know, you got this love for animals, you got this, uh, you know, yeah. this hate for animals. If you you can't stand them or you know physically can't be around them, you know, Jared's got this, you know, innate love for for nature, for mm-hmm. animals. I give him all the credit in the world. So I went back. So I went back, 
and they have an open mic night at the bar that they have. Yeah, Tap House. And I popped in, and uh, Jen and Jared were both there. She was doing good. It, it wasn't really open mic, I guess. Maybe it was just a band. Either way, it doesn't matter. So I, I just wanted to pop in and say hi. I was down in the area and uh, shook his hand and talked to him for a little bit. And I get in the car and I must have rubbed my eye and my eyes all. And I was like, crap, I did it again. I see. You're actually I, I allergic to Jared. I'm, I'm allergic to Jared or Jen. Let me so look. there you go. That's the most allergic guest. All right. So, Bill, let's move on to another question. I'll throw one your sure. way. Tell me what you think. Okay. Okay. This is going to be favorite episode to record now there might be some behind Ooh. might be some behind the scenes things that happened you might have been coming from a place i wasn't there i don't know but again let's recap for all the listeners out there we literally are bringing this equipment to every single different place that we're recording yeah, we, we go into these things a little bit blind and it just takes um a streaker a, a screamer a baby um, in a restaurant or wherever we are, which we're in one now, to ruin like the best line out there. Oh, you're right. You're so right. there's a lot of risk in, in doing it. And I guess, you know, having the, uh, what do they call it when you're kind of a rookie, wet feet, wet hands, wet, wet behind the ears? That's it. Wet behind wet the ears. Wet behind the ears with this. Yeah. We just figured let's just do that because it's important that in in business, which this is... It's not necessarily a business where we're we're going we're trying to make money off of it, but it, it it's a business sense. There's an organization to you can say, well, yeah, well, on your schedule, we'll come to you. Right. It already puts them like, oh, that's cool. Like that's nice because that's not how other people work. It's just easier. We could have this stuff set up in my office, and it just sits right. there and just, absolutely yeah, meet right. us at the office and. and you know, we could put a little fridge in there and try to make people comfortable, but people are more comfortable in their own environment, which means we can probably get more out of them just because they're more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, and even if it's a public place, we're on their schedule. So, uh, like, Dave and Jason have a brewery. Obviously, we go to their brewery. Uh, Russell's has Russell's, so we go to Russell's. But Joe Liss is from out of town, so he suggests... Let's do it at the coffee place right across the street. You know what? And that we uh, a disaster. It could have been a disaster, you know. Coffee, you know, you got. I said it in the episode: blenders and babies, and it it it, it worked out okay. So let's yeah. get back to the question. Then. Oh, it uh, was the question. So here's the question: uh, favorite episode to record? Why? Mm. This is personal, by the way, because okay. I'm, I'm going to have a different one. I can tell already. I'm going to have a different one. Okay. Um, Doug Allen was my favorite. Okay. A uh, couple reasons. One, I've known him a while. Um, I've, I have a little history. I did, <laughs> earlier, I said I haven't interviewed anybody. I did interview Doug Allen uh, to try to get a job as a journalist, an online journalist. So, hang on a second. Hang on a second. So, you had uh, interviewed him before, or did, that didn't work out? Interviewed him for an online media uh, where you had to produce something as a sample and they were hiring oh, like, cool. freelance people to do it uh, would have gotten minimal pay to do it but it was about hockey so I figured instead of interviewing uh, why interview why go through the same routine I wanted to show that I could be a little different so let's get someone else's perspective who's also at all of these games and, and kind of interview them as a fan 
that works there. It didn't work out. <laughs> with the interview. With the interview. Um, but you did interview him? I did. I did. I sat down with him uh, at his place of work. I met him there, and we sat down over lunch. Nice. And uh, it was about a half hour long. Simple 11, 12 questions. Q&A, though. And there's a, you know, there's a discussion period before, and, and you know, he's... Of course, he's like, so why are you here? And I had to explain to him what I'm doing. So there's a get to know you before that. Uh, kind of like what we do with our guests a little bit. Sometimes we'll spend a couple minutes just saying hi. And I was writing at the time, I was writing a fantasy column for ESPN uh, for the Buffalo Sabres. They had basically a fantasy page, and I was writing for that, which was a free job. You get nothing out of it except to brag that, hey, I'm an ESPN writer. <laughs> yeah, well, we got to talk about this yeah. again later. <laughs> so... You get nothing for it. You have to update once a week, and it's only based on fantasy hockey. So there's no – you can't throw in your comments. You can't – it's not a bias. It's not a – what's it called? You, you write your opinions on an opinion page. It's not a uh, – Editorial. Not, yeah, thank you. It's not an editorial. It's who who is going – who got what points, who got called up, what goal he's going to start. Um Things that are real, roster moves, who got moved up to the second line. It didn't get you any type of press pass. You couldn't do anything with it. It's based on general knowledge, and there's there's 30 teams. So everybody had one of these guys doing it. Right, right, and right. Were you asking him fantasy-style questions? No, this, is, this was the when I was applying for the next position where I could start doing a little more editorial commenting. Yes. People will click on it based to hear what I think of the Sabres and why I think they're not going to end the season well or why I think they're going to go on. It was more about what I wanted to do. And you get paid for it. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. So, But they, that's how they asked for it. They, they wanted to know that you could sit down with somebody and, and uh, basically, how are you going to get your information? And I, I, was, I basically chose the wrong format to do that i just thought it'd be kind of cool to interview somebody different give them you know they're probably got hundreds of people applying for this right right so i'll do it a little differently maybe it'll stand out maybe they'll call me maybe it'll come down to a final five um you know that interview was part of the entire uh you had to fill out the, the whole interview form which is like how do you know do you watch games on tv do you go to games and i was just like well i I watch all the away games, and I go to all the games. So. Right. Yeah, you should have been yeah. the perfect guy for a job like so. this. But All right, so I got to think uh, my favorite episode to record. Uh, that's a tough one. I know. You know what I got to say is my uh, my favorite episode to record would be the Steve Ballesteri episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, S- Steve is such an amazing performer, such a genuine guy, mm-hmm. and out of the kindness of his heart, no episodes – had even been, I think, aired yet that he had heard, and he agrees to meet us in between gigs. Yeah, that was kind of cool. He already has a show he was, you know, probably doing the night before. He has one he's doing later that night. He's like, yeah, I can, I can squeeze you guys in. And he was just such a professional. He's a super nice guy. He's very, you're right, genuine's a, just a very nice word. He's just, he's nice, and he's very good at what he does. Oh, he is. You know, the fact that we got to see his show... Before uh, before interviewing him, I think really helped because when we saw that band and he's leading it and he's got two drummers, three different singers, a DJ. Oh my God, it, we had a blast, and I, I want to go back to another show with everybody. We just 
Haven't uh, had well, the time New to. New Year's is coming up. New Year's Eve. That I know he New always Year's does Eve. a New Year's Eve show. I know he does a New Year's Eve show. I think he does a Christmas show, but we'll find him. We'll track him down. No, it was just my favorite episode because he talked from the heart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we released it, you know, compliments to you, Steve, it was probably our, our biggest release in terms of just downloads, shares. Like on that first day, there was so much love for yes. Steve. And you knew it was for him because we were so new. It wasn't for us. No, no. Well, he has 47 people in his band. <laughs> So that yeah. probably helped. You know, when you have 11 band members, everybody's uh, looking <laughs> to show. 11 was real. My number was made up. 11 was Yeah, when was you have right. 11 band members, it's a it's a lot of love. But you know what? It's a lot of love for a guy that, you know, deserves it. So, mm-hmm. you know, Steve, thanks again. Uh, it's, he had you 12 know, for a while. Remember when I jumped up there with the tambourine? You were dancing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know where you found that triangle if you brought that. But band. Yeah, you played it well. <laughs> Just thought maybe he'd, he'd want to add a number. All right, well, let's keep it going, Bill. We got sure. um, we got one I think you're going to have to give a little bit of thought of, so don't, don't rush the answer. No Ooh, problem about that. Love these questions. Okay, we're sticking to favorites, okay? Okay. Favorite obstacle or defeat story from oh. a guest? My favorite was because it was funny and unexpected was uh, Heather. I think it was episode six. <laughs> okay. Just like out of nowhere, she's like, "Well, I wanted to be an actress," and it's like, "What?" Because it came out so quick, I didn't know. Like, some we do a little background information on her. Obviously, especially I, I've met Heather a few times, so I looked her up, and and you know, you, you learn as much about him as uh, as possible, so you can kind of not be blindsided by something like that. And she pretty much says right away, well, I wanted to be an actress. And so for you, you interpret that as a obstacle. It's totally an obstacle because you're, you're 100% behind a decision to do something and your fallback plan ends up being, for her, fortunately, something that was there, but nothing is what she planned on doing. And when you can, maybe maybe it just rings similarities in, in, in my career path but um to me when you go in, when you want to do something in one direction and you make a 180 degree turn and right. do something else that's that's obviously something that you didn't plan and it's a uh, maybe it wasn't didn't answer the question the right way but that's hey no no just answer it honestly no i'm thinking about her her uh, her whole interview she had so many amazing stories to tell if you think about her back in college and she had the little known fact that she was an actress we didn't really elaborate on that i wasn't prepared to well no but if you think about it she probably spent the next you know 10 years you know quote unquote pivoting to a new place in her life and then 10 years later she's literally owning and running this company blogging for all these Mm -hmm. amazing you know tech sites and and she also recognized that she wasn't good at it which is hard to do if you go to school and you want to go and do something and you're doing it and it's what you want to do, it's very hard to look in the mirror and say, I'm not going to make it as this. I need to change. I'm not sure if that's entirely behind her decision to not do it, but she admitted in her, in the episode that she wasn't good at it. No, I, I know what you're saying. I know compar- comparably, obviously. Cause, I'm going to transition here to, uh, for me, what I think was my favorite you know, obstacle or defeat story. And... It kind of has to do with our uh, our road trip. Oh, nice. I'm totally expecting you to yell road trip every time I say road trip. It I'm has sorry. to do with our road trip. I thought trip. you did it. You kind of yelled it. 
Road trip. There. You yelled it. Uh, you yelled it yourself. You didn't say it. Was, it sounds it was, different, man. Well, nice job, buddy. Sorry. I was drinking. Uh, that's okay. No, so my favorite one had to do with our road trip. Road trip. <laughs> Fred Frank. <laughs> nice job, again. I was drinking again. Oh, that's all right. It, it had to do with Fred Frank because for Fred, he and his family have been growing grapes to make wine for basically four generations now. Mm-hmm. They've seen ups and downs from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever you call the double O's, and now into <laughs> the O's. 2010s. I think it's, I think it's what we, everyone is that, calls is that what we're now. doing now? Double O's? Double O's. Road trip. Well, so Bill and I decide to go take this uh, road trip. We have a free day to drive a good three, four hours, basically through a snowstorm in the middle of the winter to go to a winery that we've heard of, we've been to, we know is well-renowned and respected. And we, I mean, let's be honest with ourselves, we've never talked to these people once a day in our lives, and we're going to go sit down, and this interview could go... Sideways, yeah. uh, Who knows where it's gonna go? Well, this road trip, uh, you know, we had to. We we took a drive. It was snowing, and we show up, and we hear about this family. And I'm gonna talk about the family in terms of all generations, who've dealt with, you know, immigrating to a new country and having these credentials of being a doctor, who understands how to grow grapes to make wine, and not having anybody respect what you already know having uh, a family transition from being successful and now making wine, but maybe suffering some harsh winters, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, growing the business all the way into, you know, Megan Frank with the next generation. So, you know, just thinking about how they persevered generation Mm -hmm. after generation. For not much. What do you You mean? for, for, For survival of the family. More or less, it wasn't really about oh, no, not having f- what they have now, which is this this, this beautiful winery and a, a huge new tasting room and stuff. It was basically about we're here, we're, we need to do this, or we're going to go work for some other winery. No, I mean they did it right, and you know, for for Dr. Frank, uh, he he figured out successfully how to grow those grapes European style. And then produce those wines. And for Fred, he and his family bought other land to grow different types of grapes to the, be successful. The Gernawatzers. Yeah. Uh, Gewurz, they call it. That's it. Gewurz. Yeah. Short yeah, and yeah. everything. Uh, we got to go back there, Bill. I'll have a G and a C. That was great. We got to go back there. And a shard. I tell you what, after our vacation, we're headed there. Let's go there in the summer. Go say hi to Fred and uh, meet Megan. That'd be great. So during that episode, when I, uh, I, I took pictures. You remember me taking pictures? Like you were talking, or he was talking, and I was just like, "Did we actually take some pictures?" I'm going to stand up and take pictures. So I I left. I took my headphones off, stood up, and grabbed the camera, and I'm going to take pictures of Rich and and Fred. And I do, and all you hear, I can't believe you didn't hear this. I mean, I heard it when I listened to it. All I hear is the oh, the shutter, (laughs) the shutter. We well, you know, shutters aside. we need to take more pictures. We gotta take pictures. By the way, we are now accepting applicants. There's no pay involved. No. Go ahead. I'm ready. If you're 21 and over, you might get a beer. What's this? Uh, we need a photographer. Oh, absolutely. So, it's on. Uh, there, there's very few perks, and it's on our schedule. So, if you're interested, let us know. Yeah, I'll I'll try to sell that. You know, basically, I think they call it an intern. Like, we need that's it. We need an intern. We need one unpaid intern for a season. You get college credit, I think, 
and sure. you are going to be taking care of whatever we need to um, help ma- help with to manage uh, a new and noteworthy iTunes number one podcast for Ooh. arts, business, like society, that. and culture, and personal journals. And it'd be nice to have like a third person to like throw things off of, you know, just or maybe just it. throw things at. Oh, you just lost. Two of our three people that were thinking of doing this. Hey, you know what? When you're an int- unpaid intern, you gotta you gotta you know roll with the punches. Okay, so send those requests to us as soon as um, as soon as you can, and we'll go through the application, and you'll probably be accepted. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Well, let's move on to the next one. You ready for that? Yes. Okay. So we did favorite opening story. We did you know favorite episode to record because of some of the behind the scenes stuff. How about just favorite story oh my god this is easy for any reason go ahead uh episode 10 joe list my favorite story by far go on was the uh girlfriend who left him and and obviously had to move to a different continent (laughs) so oh interesting so he lost his girlfriend joe sorry uh i'm not i'm not rubbing it in i I think think you're fine he's happily you know so uh, paired up now yeah so Joe, um, you know, obviously, if you listen to this, you know the story. So I'm gonna, I'll be brief about it. Loses his girlfriend is on the uh, last comic standing this time around. Yeah, the yeah, time absolutely. before. Oh his, yeah, his girlfriend. He had a girlfriend, da da da, and the girlfriend moved to a totally different continent. Gone, like see ya. And he loves his girlfriend. Oh yeah. And he doesn't, you know, he misses her. He's on the road. He's doing, uh, he's doing stuff. So he gets on Last Comic Standing again, and he... What a guy. He wins. He, he moves to the next round. He moves to the next round. I think he, talk, he talks... Uh, if I got it right, it was hard. To, I think he was like the last person that they called to move to the semifinals. Yeah, it seemed like he had barely made it to the semifinals, yeah. and then because of editing or what have you, they completely cut him out of they the entire they show. They cut him out. So they don't, you don't see him on the episode, but he... During the course of the recording, he thinks he's on it, so he messages via like yeah, mouth he, movements. He's like, "I love you." Yeah, yeah. to to his ex girlfriend, and then he he he, t- he proceeds to tell her and a bunch of other friends about it. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. I got a big surprise for everybody. Da, da, da. And then like, someone calls him out, and he's just like, "You serious?" Like, he's like, "Is this some kind of joke? You weren't <laughs> on any of the episodes." Yeah. So. uh so that was my favorite story because, um, you know, two reasons. One, it's funny. Two, it's, it's it was one of those things like what was your humble, humbling moment? What was, you know, a setback? And uh, a lot of people don't want to reveal things like that. And he was very open and honest. He's like, yeah, yeah. I love the girl. And I was, you know, and then he went on to show later on how it helped him. It did help him, run. you know, because he got back on the show. Yeah. One well, more for- thing about that, that, that whole thing. I listened to that episode. We cannot record that early in the morning. I am deficient in every area. <laughs> I don't talk much. I just like moaning. I'm. Uh, it's. Well, it's we Saturday can no morning. We no longer interview these before ten in the morning is not a time to sit down and talk to people. No, I agree because Saturday morning for me, I got compliments from family that we sounded on point. But I think that had more to do with Joe than it did with <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, no kidding. Of course it did. Well, I had had three cappuccinos. You know, I saw, we met to record the intro. 
and you had played hockey the night before. You you were beat up. Yeah, that's right. And about the hockey. Oh yeah. So. Mm. And some people were asking, "Did you really play hockey?" No, you really you're in a league and yeah. you play ice hockey. So it, it is as painful as I described it. Yeah. So you were sore, but you know Joe was great, and I wish him honestly the 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 best of success. I listened to his podcast a couple times, you know, since since the episode aired, and I laughed. Those guys are. He said irreverent. They're just hilarious. Tuesdays, uh, Tuesdays, Tuesdays, with stories. Tuesdays with stories. I mean, Joe, we wish you the best of luck, and uh, we can't wait to interview you again uh, sometime in the near future. And keep going with the podcast; it's hilarious. You yeah, guys, he's good. Oh, they're they're so sarcastic. I love it. They're just sitting there funny. going, "Oh, he's hilarious." Like I listened to that episode. One a of few my favorite times. comics. Yeah, he has a couple. Um, even in our little half hour sitting down, he he just some of the little things that he throws in subtly. Oh, exactly. Uh, that's my kind of humor. You know, and, and Joe, if you're listening, the sheer restraint you showed for not making it too, like, uh, <laughs> dirty or irreverent, I uh, I much appreciate. So I got to say, though, you know, kicking it on over to my uh, favorite story, I got to go back to episode one for me. It was Jason and Dave. Those guys were working the entire time we were setting up. I, we walk into a brewery. I want to say it was like a Wednesday and... Jason's meeting with some business partners. Dave is literally brewing beer. And while we're getting ready, they're also planning like a little event. And when they end up sitting down telling us that story about the commercial keg cooler that they're transporting across state lines. Mm -hmm. And it's taken them two, three days to tear apart. And they're drafting designs and sending them to Artitex. Lenoy? Lenoy? No, I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Have you ever met anyone named Lenoy? I'm going to give you. We're going to play a game with Bill. It's called Guess the Name of the Cooler. Oh, I know, and I'm just giving him. I'm just giving him a hard time. Oh man. <laughs> um, no. So we made uh, we made that little slide. That's how I remember Diana. So they they have this this cooler keg Diana, and they're ripping it apart and they're buying it online. And I just give those guys like a ton of credit because they actually were sharing these stories right off the bat. We asked him about defeats. Yeah, that was a good one. That was like my favorite story. It has any ounce of me that wanted to ever start a brewery disappeared no, after that story. I want to go support breweries. Yeah. I want to say, nice job, guys. What a great business. But, wow, the hard work. And those guys are still working hard. I know mm-hmm. we talked about their win at the Beerology event, and they had just weren't it again. I, I wish them the best of luck. I don't know, you know if the results are in yet, but good for them. Yeah. And by far, just hearing that story just made me smile and laugh, and everyone loved it, and that was my, my favorite by far. That was cool. That's also where we had our, uh, our podcast release party, which is basically to uh, invite our family and friends and future guests to you know, let them know that, hey, we're, we're serious. We're going to sit down and do this, and we're going to do it the right way. And, and they were very great, good hosts. Um, it's a great place. I go there after work on Thursday nights, and... I love it. I love the staff. I love KB. It's a, it's a great place to go and hang out. Yeah, and we have been back there since. I remember you said we got to go back. We brought the family there. We did one of those beer, chocolate, cheese, wine pairings, mm-hmm. and it, you know it was fantastic. Yeah. So let's bring it on down to um, you know looking at the season as a whole. You know, I think we touched on a ton of guests. Mm-hmm. I know we're going to probably talk about a few more. But let's wind this thing down to maybe, uh, you know, maybe some of the more um, personal behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, sure. what I'm talking about is, 
you know, Bill, for two and a half months, we've been working on this thing. And like I said, in the beginning of the show, we did some late nights, some unique mm-hmm. spare time. It took a lot of people. We're really thankful for all the amazing support uh, from the guests. But, you know, how about uh, like, you know, a little reflection in terms of uh, let's start with the um, favorite part of the whole season. Favorite part for you. Now I'm not talking about guests or no. Interview. I know. I know what you're. I know what you're saying. Nice part is, is it's, it's brought me out of a. Uh, it's brought me a different appreciation for the work it takes to do these things. And uh, in in my well, in my world of uh, of DJ and entertainment, it is a lot of people that sit down and have radio shows and have weekly appearances and have these set schedules to do things. They have families, they have friends, they have obligations outside of that, even though that's their their main job. And I always used to think that, oh man, they, these guys have it super easy. Like, they don't have to go out, they don't have to set all this stuff up, they don't have to set up these speakers and go bounce to bounce to weddings. And it's nice to appreciate what some of these people do, even if, if they just show up to work and there's a studio all set up. It's right. still... You have to bring it every time. You have to get You're in front right of about a microphone that. and put on a four-hour show, five-hour show on the radio, and you could be sick, you could be hungover, you could be just in a bad mood, you could have had your car hit, you could have before you showed up, and it, and it's it's nice. You know, you put the headphones on, you kind of get away from it, which is also kind of nice. Kind of leaves you there, but it's a, definitely a new appreciation for some of the uh, on-site people that i listen to that's cool uh my favorite thing is that i was able to sit down and do it and enjoy it and hopefully do it uh do it well at least it's something that i'm proud of of sitting down and getting through a season no i'm happy i'm happy that you said that no that's that's cool because you know i don't know any of those behind the scenes people and honest to god I, i don't really judge too many of them with a radio you change the channel if you don't like what you hear that's but, right that's but it's yeah. on usually it's on presets in your car or something you just you still turn back to that same station at that same time of day so so that's good advice i gotta say you know just thinking back my favorite part of the season had to be you know kicking it off with you we throw this little podcast release party and all these people show up yeah that's cool and uh, we had some T-shirts, you know, samples that people had sent us. And we will get the merch going for season two, I promise. But, um, you know, family and friends come out and they like the show. They support us online. They subscribe. Uh, it just, it, it meant the world to me. So I'm looking forward to, you know, ahead. I know we'll probably get to this portion of the, you know, thinking back. I'm looking forward to podcast release Party oh, season, season two. two. There's, I was going to ask you about that. I was not going to do it on mic, but there's no way we are not having a season two release party. I got a feeling we got to have more than one, you know, maybe an end of the year party. If we get our act together, some people would love to end it with us, too. They'd love to be here right now cheering us on. We could do this well, thing live. It's guys telling stories on Facebook, it's really easy to just throw up a little message and be like, you guys should have a season ending party and we'll figure it out. Yeah. So some bunch of people want to do that, do it. Yeah, yeah, if you, yeah, we could definitely do that. But we will have a uh, season two release party, and for the listeners that aren't nearby, what we'll try to do, I promise, uh, this is going to be crazy. Is just uh, you know, you know, stream live or share some technology pictures, something, so you can yep. still be a part of it. You know, and but 
and I know we're going to try doing the radio, or uh, radio, I got radio in my head now, the uh, telephone, we're going to try a tel- t- uh, telephone interview at some point here, and hopefully we can get that worked out. I know, man, it's probably not even called a telephone interview, we got to try the... Uh, Skype. Hey, well, you know, how about any guest you just want to give credit to, you know, for any reason, what, what comes to mind for that? You know, Mike Schatzel, uh, his interview... When he sat down, was very. It's it's a it's a path. He doesn't stray from it very often, and he starts talking about um, basically you, you know he he was a busboy when they needed one. His dad had the place and went right through it, and and it basically uh, like he never strayed. You know, Mike is out there opening these restaurants, partnering with other people, and I'm looking really forward to his brewery. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one thing we had to cut out, um, but I mentioned it on, I think, a Facebook post was, you know, we had this uh, beautiful setup at one of uh, Mike's restaurants, and he was facing the window, but it's a giant window, and it had uh, been a little while since we had set up. He, he showed and uh, sat down, and he's staring out this big window, and this this man with a shopping cart shows up, and he is uh, staring at Mike. The shopping cart's full of clothes. I don't know where he got them from. <laughs> Target? <laughs> Who knows? And he starts taking pictures. And you're thinking to yourself, like, well, where would a guy who's pushing a shopping cart get a cell phone to take in pictures of? Through the window. Outside. Yeah. You know, uh, what a professional, though. Mike looks at him, smiles, poses for a couple of photos, laughs it off, and uh, and keeps doing the interview. So got to give credit to a guy like that who can probably come from 10 different business meetings, sit down, do an interview with us, and, yeah. you know, laugh off, uh, I, I, I guess, like a paparazzi for, uh, you know, for taking a couple of pictures through the window. I had something else to jump in and say. The most fun guest yeah that's on here yeah that's, that's the next question okay you want me to do that or you want to do it sure <laughs> it was a yes no question rich <laughs> <laughs> i said sure yeah for me i think the most fun was sitting down with uh, emily cluckhone you know really? she is yeah she is a young business person she is starting a company that is only basically a few years old along with her father and she is grinding out day after day and crushing it cool yeah she has given me personally so many insights into how does the facebook work the instagram remember we're talking about this yeah yeah now i know why it was fun for you well it was fun because she's talking my language you know behind the scenes if we're posting an episode and we want to get some likes you know she she's doing the same sort of thing and you know props to her for growing the company along with her whole crew they are they're doing such a great job and I'm a I'm, I'm a big fan and I look forward to working with her and talking with her in the future oh I'm not gonna remember the name of this restaurant but we looked you know it's like family wants to go for a fish fry we don't want to go to the, the same places okay so where are we gonna go and it was well you don't go to a restaurant and just guest you go to step out Buffalo best Friday fish fry yeah. and and it was delicious. It was a fabulous fish fry. And the only reason I've heard of this place was because of the Step Out Buffalo and Emily. So thank you very much, Emily. Um, I appreciate that. My family appreciates the uh, the good fish fry and the good advice. Because otherwise, I wouldn't have even known 
where we were going. Not that, you know, we go to other places and they're all fine too, but it's nice to always go somewhere new and try try something else. So that was kind of cool. What about for you, most fun guest? Our last guest, episode 11, John Gavigan. We just, that was our last interview. And since then, I've, I, I've known, I've known, I've met a few people that work in that building who have been like, oh yeah, it's cool, it's cool, people are great, da, 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 snacks and pizzas and there'll be pizza tastings and, pizza and tastings. snack time. Most of the people that do these interviews with us, they come in and they say hi and they're, uh, they're a little tense. Um, even some of the people we've, we know in our past. And they sit down and he, he showed up and we're in his place and he sits back in a chair and he's just totally relaxed. And his attitude, the reason he's the most fun is I appreciate his attitude a lot. I like the fact that he seems to follow his instincts and his instincts tell him to do something and instead of questioning him and, and basically in analyze, analyzing his instincts and what his decisions are, he kind of just goes with the flow. And yeah, I kind of, I kind of identify with that a little bit because that's kind of how I like to do things. I kind of, you know, I'll meet somebody and, and through a handshake, I'll decide whether or not somebody I like, whether it's uh, through one of my businesses or through friendship. Um, and my inst- I let my instincts dictate a lot of what I do. And I felt that he- I felt that he had the same type of patterns. And it was kind of cool to listen to somebody who is, yeah, you know, I did this thing, and then I decided to do this, and then I decided to do this. And then once I forced something and tried to stay in this business, it, it didn't, like, he just kind of goes with the flow, and he's successful doing it. So You're right. to me, that was a lot of fun to see somebody that I can kind of identify with because nice. I like I like doing it that way. I don't like analyzing all of my decisions. I kind of want to make a decision and go in that direction. So That sounds good. No, and he he was, he was he was super fun. I loved his opening story about the candy stand with his friends and yeah. uh, and uh, I want to know what John does next cuz you know his he's he's young. I mean, he's not 70. He's he's a young guy. He's got a lot of energy. And he's probably going to do something else after this. So I'm curious to see what his next step is. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know what? Looking ahead, Bill, you got any goals for uh, season two? Obviously, we want to want to keep our, our fans happy and people are listening. Uh, you know, we want to make it entertaining. The whole, the whole reason to sit down and do this is to hope people want to listen. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, the same caliber of guests. I would like to move uh, out of our comfort zone a little. I'm looking forward to maybe, you know, talking to another podcaster. I know Joe Liss has a podcast, but, you know, a few people have uh, sent us emails and they're interested in talking to us too, so. Cool, bring him over. And I know you're excited about this, Bill, but I say we do a live event. Boom. Yeah. I say we just sit down at Canal Side, we set up our table, we have mics open, we put the banner up, and we just... Let people roll. Like, come sit down, tell us a story. And we take, like, the best of stories. That sounds great. You know, can't wait to, uh, you know, put out some great episodes for season two. And let's, uh, you know, let's ride out into the sunset. And we'll be back with season two soon. Cool. Bill, I'm happy to be doing the show with you. Yeah, you too. Thank you, Rich. Absolutely. All right, guys. Until next time. (laughs) 